big rocks and all that sort of thing. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Nice. Yeah, but then you won't know if it's recorded. Oh, no. No, I do, because the jaggly lines come up. Okay, right. Well, on your head be it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um... Oh, there you are. Where have they been, John? Yeah. Here, we've been here, haven't we? We've been here. Has there any time passed, I feel? Like? No. no. There have been quite a few messages saying, you know, one said, have we gone our separate ways? <laughs> As if that would ever happen. <laughs> well, I, I, musical differences. You, well, you, yeah, but I mean, we'd always reunite, wouldn't we? We'd be like some of the people we're going to talk about. Ah, indeed we would. Can I just say before we go any further, I haven't seen my old mate Johnny James Hotton for a few weeks. Yeah, and, it's only and a few you've weeks. been in the. You've been. Where, you look about ten years younger. I have my hair cut. That's all. Is that all? Probably. I'd yeah, but my hair's my beard, very short too. And trimmed I my beard. Oh, yeah. why trim my beard? And my, yeah. you know, I've got shorter hair than you. Yeah. Not on my back. <laughs> anyway, look, there's been a bit of a gap. Uh, for uh, technical reasons, technical. We had, we had a, what did you say about bands when they come off to having a well deserved break yeah. of about nine yeah. months? <laughs> well deserved, yeah, yeah. AKA couldn't stand the sight of each other for a single day more. Which brings us neatly yeah. to the hot news the hot, of the moment. We, we've got to get a podcast out. Now we can podcast again. We've got to get a pod out on this. On. on The, well, the uh, dealer. Yeah, the dealer. <laughs> the single greatest hair metal, potentially heavy metal band of the 1980s. Certainly the producer of the most stories and ridiculous better stories fun. than music to be honest yeah. or more oh. story more great stories more great than stories great than music. great by a mile yeah and they've done it again they have they've done it again they are the most amazing they band really in the are. world for this. they lead the way they, they do they just when you think you know they've done it all <laughs> they do more they do something else they do something you did not see coming shall we spell they it out speak of course off of Motley Crue, my favourites, my all-time favourites, my old favourites, my old friends. My old favourites, yeah. my new favourites, yeah. my favourite I mean, favourites. Mu- not musical favourites. No, no, don't be ridiculous. No. But they're not about music. They're not about they music. Never they're, a, they're an entity. They are... Home yeah. sweet home. They are a rock and roll entity. They, they are. are. what rock and roll should be. They're, 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 and in the modern age of snowflakes and so on, Oh, here yeah. they come again. Yeah, here they, like here a, they come like again a, with like their a, bullshit. Like a, like a laser beam yeah. into, the, snu- into the, the flakes of snuff. Yeah. Actually, they remind me a little bit um, of like Kiss in the sense that, you know, that there's a couple of songs you really like, but there's yeah. no albums you could sit through yeah. the entirety I'm of. Sure we did a, I'm sure we did a podcast where you sat there and said, I've just listened to Girls, Girls, Girls. 
the album. And I said, what, all the way through? And you were going on about how you liked it. The song? No. Yeah. No, no, all the no, way through with no. the song. <laughs> I, I still sing it. What is yeah. it? What is it? Um, the crazy horse in Paris, France. <laughs> I don't know. That's all these Who strip knows? clubs they used to is go it, to. Is They're all it, real ones. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. That, don't that's tell what, me. That's <laughs> what the song Girls, Girls, Girls is about. <laughs> Don't tell That's me. Amazing, I never knew that. Don't tell me you never went to the crazy horse in Paris, France. <laughs> I didn't in Paris, France. Well, no. you missed out, no, my yeah, friend. You call yourself yeah. a crew fan. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the deal is. Well, the deal is they've been on tour all summer. So well, they, hang on, what do you mean first, all summer? Well, We're uh, in April. Uh, what, all summer? Well, whenever whatever's just happened well, in, for a in few America, months. a few months been on tour with Def Leppard. Yeah. And I think the last, the last time we potted, we were pondering the arrival of their guitarist, John Five. That's right. Who's a pal of Nicky Sixes from yeah. days gone by. We're all pals. They're all pals Nikki. these days. Because, apart you know, from, apart because, from. you know, 79-year-old Mick Mars was no longer, <laughs> transpired was no longer up to the job. Expired. Yeah, um, expired. Bob Deal, yeah, the, the dealer. dealer. The dealer. You know, he's uh, known around Reputationally, here. The best musician in the band. Yeah, was his band. It's, it was That's his why yeah. he is still in the band because it's Motley Crue is his band. Well, to recap, because we did do a pod on this in ownership terms, at it least. was uh, announced that he would be uh, quitting the band touring, but would still be involved going. Would still retain his retain his shares. Yeah, and they've not made an album, and they're not going to let, make. Let, an let's album. say, was it? We was don't it, need an album. I think they've not made an album since two thousand and nine. So saying they're not making an album, saying I'm around <laughs> to make an album. I mean, it's like you know, I don't know. It's like me saying, oh, I'm around to write a book if you want me to. But no one wants me to, you know. Oh, John, that's not true. No, but I'm just, just You're a big star now in the, <laughs> in the cricket firmament. Mm. Of all, and there are so many, many great authors yeah, uh, uh, in the cricket realm, such yeah. as... Well, all of them. All of them. All of them. Where all would you begin? Guys. Yeah, where would you stop? <laughs> um, no, I mean... So, so, he, so, so Mick says, look, I'm around to make an album if you want to make an album. I can't do the shows. I'm not up to the shows. But the crucial thing I want you to know is I retain my financial interest in everything you do. Right. I mean, that that wasn't how they... I mean, obviously, that's what was agreed amongst themselves. But that wasn't the public-facing... The public-facing statement was um, because of his... Uh, chronic illness, was yeah, it? which he's had for years, spon- ankylosing spondylitis or something. Which you is not, what? or something. What is that? That's it's what just... it is. It's a sort of. It, I think it's to do with the connective tissue. Oh, that's right. So you know that keeps you supple and able to move, and it particularly affects your back. Right. So it can. Right. You know, it, it just means you sort of stiffen up. Yeah. yeah. Of course, it was hard to notice with Mick because he wasn't. He wasn't a big mover. He wasn't a shape. <laughs> he wasn't. The, he wasn't the kind of guy you think you associate with movement. Mick no, Mars. no, he no. was hardly Yannick Gertz, no. was he? No, he was no. more of an Adrian Smith, yeah, like or stand a, or, there. or like a Tony Iommi, you know, just stand, just stand there, there, producing riff after riff, statuesque yeah. and ominous. Yeah. Um. Uh. So what they said was, okay, so he can't tour anymore. Poor guy, he's got this dreadful thing, so he can't manage the rigors of touring anymore. Yeah. However, you know, uh, he's still a member of the band and, and uh, you know... Uh, it's his band. He'll be working... You know, his band. It's he'll like, be yeah. participating yeah. in albums, even though there won't be any albums. Yeah. And 
now it turns You'll out. Be, yeah, go on. Now it turns out that the band um, have decided that in if in the actuality, in effect, means he's left the band. Yeah, which is not, hard to argue with. Yeah, because he isn't in the band. <laughs> because he's not in the band. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the real sticking point is is that the deal they offered him was five percent on uh, all the money we make from the tour. Now I tell you what, mate, I'd have bitten their arm off. Yeah, because it transpires the amount of money they're going to make from the tour, quoted in Variety magazine. The, the amount of money they will net, not gross, net from the tour is $110 million. And is that just ticket sales? I, th- I think they were guesstimating that it was, right, it was so their manager merch, was guesstimating. Yeah, they will walk away. They Once they've you know, paid all their costs and all of those things, they will walk away with over a hundred million dollars. So five percent of that would be uh Go on, you can do it. Uh, you can do it. A million dollars. No, it's gotta yeah. be more than that. No what I'll do is I'll give you five percent of a hundred and ten million dollars, Mick. How much do you want? I'll give you I'll give you five this is what Don King used to do to five point five million dollars. Is no, that what it is? No, I don't know. Hang on. You, if it's you're, right. you're right, you're right. Take you're away right. a zero. Yeah. That's eleven million. Half of that, which would make it five, would be five point five million yeah. for doing fuck all. For, for literally not going on tour. What they're doing is they're giving him five point five million dollars to not go on tour. Yeah, I uh, mean it's like again it's along. like it's like boxing where they get step aside money. You know when they want so and so wants yeah, to fight yeah. with so and so, but there's a guy who's the mandatory. So they say to him, you can have two million for just not fighting me. Yeah. You go, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of boxing I could participate. Yeah, yeah, I, could, I could get I in could the ring participate. with Tyson. Yeah. Fu- not, Tyson not, no, no, Fury no, for that. not get in the ring. No, what I mean is... I you could, could not get in the ring. Yeah. Not get in the yeah. ring. Yeah. Oh, it's t- actually, it's Tyson Fury v. McWall this weekend. I'd really... <laughs> I'd, buy, I'd buy that. I'd like to see that. For, oh, what, he stepped aside? You're fucking joking. Yeah, that, Not actually, again. I tell you what, that would be fight of the Mick century. McWall stepped aside again. But he's in shape, you know. He's, he's been working towards <laughs> it. Yes. Tyson Fury versus yeah. W. McWall. So that's my new name, you know. What, knockout McWall? No, W. McWall. <laughs> Wanker <coughs> um, McWall. Oh, no. wow, wow. Yeah. So, um, so they they so up the offer. They up the offer. Oh, no, they, 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 he seven. then goes no because I mean, actually negotiating. You say no to the first offer, don't you? So they they lowball you. You know they're lowballing you. So you both expect him to say no to that. Fair enough. He says no. They come back with the figure 7. they probably 5. wanted to offer him in the first place. 7.5. 7.5. Which is actually a 50% increase. Yeah. It's another $2.5 million or whatever. Which is about $8 million. Yeah, so he's now getting $8 million not to go on sod tour. All. Yeah. Sod all. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it's become very complicated. And, and well, no, so, 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 he says, so he says no to this. This mm. is the He says no, he wants more than that. He wants... Because... The way the band is, it transpires, the way the band is structured financially, each of the original members own 25% of the band. Right. So, so you're saying... Nicky Six, you're Tommy Lee, you're Vince Neil. Yeah, and let me tell you, Vince is worth 25% of anything. <laughs> 
and your Mick Mars. He's 25% of the reason I would be there. Yeah, he's at least, he's at, at, least, least. at least 25% because the contribution that guy has made over the years. And there's more of him these there days. There is, you get there's to see... There's more of him. Yeah, there's no, no danger of not seeing Vince when they're on stage. Unless he's not there. Yeah. You would but, notice but he, if you he wasn't know, there. Exactly. Mick, okay, we've not... A few of us haven't necessarily noticed he's not there. <laughs> Vince, you would... You know, because if you hear Vince, you know he's there. And if you see Vince, you know he's there. That's yeah. okay. So he gets 25% for that. So they all get 25%. And that's 25% of everything. Right. So everything the band generates. Right. Whatever. Yeah. However yeah. that's generated. Yeah. Mick goes, no, well, I, you know, obviously if I get 25% of everything that's generated, 25% of $110 million is mine. Yeah. That's and, his position. And they, I don't know who muddied the water first. But because uh, the story has now exploded everywhere. So you're kind of reading bits slightly out, out, uh, outside the timeline. I'm not sure yeah. who, who, well, who, was, who threw it. the first punch. But yeah. they said, they came back and said, look, listen, you know, he had to go. Yeah, but look, let's cut, let's cut. What happens is Nicky's got his mate in, hasn't he? That's what's happened. No, Nicky's no, got no, his you're mate. missing a vital part here. Hang on, we'll get to that. Because yeah. I love this bit, okay? Yeah, yeah, no, they get... said Mick Mars could no longer remember the chords yeah. that Nicky would often have to show him. Yeah. That's in rehear- yeah, in rehearsals. This and, is when they're rehearsing. But and when and, the- and, he, and he'd, he'd be playing the wrong song. Yeah, but somewhere. when they're on stage, yeah. This is so in rehearsals, he can't remember how to play the songs when they're warming up. For the- and then when the tour starts, the tour that he was on, the last one he was on, he can't actually remember what song he's supposed to be in there playing. My uh, response to that is, did it? Did we all know? Did it matter? Were people phoning that tour going? Mick Mars was playing the wrong song. Yeah. No. You see, I thought that was a D seventh exactly. in the solo yeah, exactly, of yeah. uh, Doctor Feelgood. Yeah, but and he played actually. A, it was a. Yeah, it he played something else. Yeah, something else. So what? To the answer to that is so what? You know, yeah. Mick Mars wrote it. He can play it how he wants. Yeah. That, uh, agreed. But also, he then hit back spectacularly. Yeah. I mean, he had his own version saying Nicky couldn't remember. Well, well first of, of all, they, so they lay this on uh, Nick in great detail, don't the they? I dealer, mean, the quotes. The dealer. The dealer is told. Where's the quote? The dealer is dealt from the bottom um, of the deck. The dealer. Speak into the mic, Trump. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to find the quotes. The complaints um, go from he interrupts too much to I can't fucking hear him. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Of course, but what what what? um, Oh yeah, uh, Motley Crue did was they got their their crew, the C R E W crew, the people who technically put the gig on the road people, whose wages they whose wages they pay to say, yeah, actually, it's true. Mick couldn't play the songs, and every night we used to be like, whatever, whispering, Mick, you're supposed to be playing Doctor Feelgood at the moment, and you're playing. Yeah, whatever. You're playing nothing you're playing, but a good time playing, by poison. <laughs> yeah, you're actually, yeah, you're playing the... And the dealer's like, but they ripped me off. I, I can play any poison song you like, mate. Yeah, the dealer, so the dealer's playing the wrong notes right, and all right, of that. Right. But, but at the same time, what else is that? You know, at the same time, what else is happening on stage? Well, according to Mick... Yes. According to the dealer, who deals back four aces, in my view... Yeah. He says, oh, I played a few wrong chords and blah, blah, blah. These guys barely play at all. Yeah. He reckons Nicky has got to the stage where he's basically miming 
and the other. I, mean, I don't know how. Tommy... And I mean, miming. Okay, right, Mick at his advanced age and having played for many years and having all the conditions he has, you know, and having been out of it for at least what forty years. I mean, he's been on a different fucking planet. <laughs> let's be honest, right? He's finally can't play all the songs all the time exactly right. Yeah. But what? But that's on guitar. Like mm. that's got six strings. That's the that's the lead instrument of Motley Crue. Mm. I mean, when you think of Motley Crue. It's like not that they've got keyboards or something. They've not got Rick Wakeman in the background well, playing. Maybe they have these stuff. days. Yeah, they? maybe they have these days. What, but what they've got is bass, drums, and guitar. Mm. And the most important of those things is the guitar. So, like, what Mick's actually saying is. Nicky Six, not that he can't play a really complicated instrument like the guitar, <laughs> that he can't play the bass. On a Motley Crue I mean, ba- I, mean I can't dun, play any dun, instruments, dun, dun, but dun, I'm pretty dun, sure dun, I could dun, play dun, the bass. One finger, mate. Yeah. I mean, anyone We both could went wrong. That. See, neither one of us could play that. No, but if we... But that doesn't matter in Motley Crue. It didn't matter, did it? Everybody knew what we were doing. Everybody started to rock. Heads began banging. Yeah. So, um, I love all this. I love all this. I love it that they only got seven crew members to... To, to testify. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, that's all they've got in the whole crew, you know, on the well, road. Well, you don't need that. You mean, they've only got bass drums. <laughs> uh, did he say that Tommy can't play? But what he did... I don't know if he said Tommy Lee couldn't play. Because Tommy's known that Tommy can play upside down. <laughs> we used to be Tommy able to. can do it all. Yeah, go back thirty-five years. Yeah, he could. Yeah, but but I mean, has look. Okay, so here's the Robert Long, Robert Long, who's worked with Mick Mars and the band for sixteen years. Which, in the context of Motley Crue, isn't that long, is it? Sixteen years. That's not the working for them in the glory years. No, no. It's that's not like, like you work for them. It's not. Yeah, it's not like you work for them in nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah. When they were the biggest band in America, you know, and Mick Mars was the 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 main writer, or, or not really. Back when but, he was know. before he, he was, became Fat Vince. But, yeah, but Vin, yeah, Vince fat was Elvis Vince. Years. So he's played with them for sixteen years. He says of Mick Mars, he would consistently miss notes, play out of tune. I mean. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone plays out of tune on stage, especially back in the day before auto tune and uh, 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 tapes and all of those personally, things. I just took it for granted yeah. that Mick Mars had been missing notes yeah. and playing out of tune since about 1983. I mean, a guitar's an actual instrument, it goes out of tune. You know, I mean, you can just 
tune it up, put it in a guitar rack, it will go out of tune if you don't pick it up. But it's different to saying what Mick is saying about the others, which is they're basically miming. Yeah, but then it then, but then says, we'll play the wrong chords during a song. Yeah, okay. Lemmy used to do that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the last year of his life. Yeah. Because um, when I did that book on him, yeah. that, that bizarrely coincided with his death. Um, I was looking up so footage. I'm, I was looking I'm up, laughing. Up. I'm laughing lo- at the next bit of the Mick Mars okay. crack. I was on. looking up uh, footage on YouTube, and they were doing festivals in Europe that summer, right a few months before he died. I mean, he was driving around on a mobility yeah, scooter backstage, yeah. and he's and he's on stage singing Ace of Spades. Yeah, but they're doing Overkill. Yeah, and for a while people didn't notice, and yeah, they kind of went, "Oh, technical hitch, technical hitch, yeah. start again." And he was back to do. That. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, but it's the same bass part. Say, yeah, exactly. But it's also that's the f- song that's probably furthest back in his brain. You know, that's the one. It's like Mick will. You know, as, as the quote the goes going, on, the quote overkill, goes on. Overkill, he's going yeah. Ace, Ace of Spades, speed. which is pretty much yeah. But same as you, song. but as you once said on TV, everybody loves Ace of Spades. <laughs> <laughs> I did yeah. not say it you like did, a lisping, that's exactly how a you said it. Look genre, it up. Look it up. Not genre. What's the word? Gender, Gender non-specific. <laughs> I'm okay. genre non-specific. The next bit of the Mick Mars quote: "Forget the song he was playing." Well, come on. Which of us have not forgotten what we're doing from time to time when we're at work? I don't know what fucking room I'm in. Yeah, exactly. Time. I walk in the room. Forgot, and I don't even forgot know what, got what in there song for. he was playing. So what? So what? It, again, it's not Genesis, is it? It's not Pink Floyd. And if you forget something, it's actually significant. <coughs> plus, plus, in the glory days of actual live music, and we're going to broaden this discussion out in a minute, because it ain't just Motley Crue. In the, hang on, John. In the old days of when music was great, live music, Zeppelin, prime example, you went there knowing full well they could be completely shit that night. Yeah. Or it could be the best band yeah, you ever saw. Yeah, amazing. Because they're actually playing. Because they were actually playing. And they're playing. human beings. It's like... And you, often wasted Exactly, human yeah. Beings. yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But these days, these days, this whole basically miming, dude, everybody, everybody these days is because, basically miming. Because as they go on, as the... Our sound technician would have to carefully monitor Mick. That would be fun. And play tracks when Mick would go off course. Now, what are they saying there? Are they saying they played pressed play on a tape? Or are they saying someone backstage played the guitar? No, I think it will be a hard drive. I've told this story before, but it bears repeating. Uh, Ian Jeffrey, my friend Ian Jeffrey who made his bones as a tour manager with ACDC. He used to room with Bon Scott. Um, and then through the years, he worked with Ozzy, Metallica, loads of people. Um, and then on to U2 uh, in, the, in, the, in, in, in this century. And he was saying to me once, he said, you know, the great fun with ACDC was every single night you had no idea how it was going to go. Because before Bond died, in America, for instance, they weren't a headlining band. So they were always having to go out and win the audience over. Or when they were headlining, Glasgow Apollo mm. or Hammersmith, you don't know what's going to break down. The no. sound is shit here, but good over here. He said every night it was a real battle. And when they 
won that battle. It was a cause for genuine celebration. He said, but as the decades rolled by, he said, this is U2, right, their last huge stadium tour. He said, um, with U2, he goes, and in those days, Aussie, Metallica, you'd have to be alert the whole time. Something will go wrong. He said, U2, he said, it's literally all on hard drive. You press play. Because you're going to have dinner. Yeah. But you, and you look at it, you know, like the famous gigs, the gigs people look back on where something happened, you know. Um, the or the California Jam where Blackmore smashes up his guitar because he doesn't like the onstage sound. Yeah. And if you were at that now, that's a war story. That's a, I was there that night, that happened, you know. There loads of famous gigs where people have walked off stage or, you know, refused to play an encore because the sound was crap. And you go and you go, oh, yeah, I was at that show. It was amazing, you know, yeah. because... That's the nature of music. That's what I it should. I it, where's the danger if you, if everything's going to just be on tape? I remember when Bon Jovi did their first ever headline show in London. <clears throat> it was at the Dominion Theatre in about eighty four or five, something like that. And um, uh, all the power cut out, like about a third of the way into the set, everything goes dead. And so John and Richie pull out their acoustic guitars. And for the next 20 minutes, treated the audience uh, to the two of them singing and playing. Because it was live and they are musicians who know how to sing and play live. It was the old old Sabbath thing of they would always be under-rehearsed at the start of a tour with Ozzy. So Tony used to do that sort of half-hour guitar (laughs) solo just to make the set long enough for your ticket money. You know, it's a, that's what they used to do. But these days, and I, I do emphasize this, it is not just Motley Crue. No, no. You know, I was talking every, with Fran- every, Francis every. Rossi, okay, status quo. How much enhancement, you know, do, do they need? A bit like Crue. You'd say, yeah. well, none. Yeah, right? just, yeah. He was telling me, he said, no, no, no. He goes, the trouble is, if you don't use it nowadays, you sound shit. Yeah, you sound like because, old, yeah. Because everybody uses, uses it yeah. everybody yeah and i remember when i saw a uh, journey and def leopard at the forum in la 2018 and i was there working with neil sean and we were joking back and he goes um he goes you know def leppard i said yeah yeah yeah." he goes what watch them tonight he said watch them tonight see how many singers and keyboards you can spot on stage because there weren't any keyboards yeah. but there but there were and there were also about a hundred voices in perfect pitch with harmonies. Yeah, yeah. It's called production. I, I was watching Graham Norton the other night, and they had Pink on there, and she was saying, you know, one of her proudest things is that she always sings live. It, she does this acrobatic thing where she hangs off a trapeze bar. Yeah. I, I remember saying to Linda years ago, "There's no way she's singing live," but apparently that's her thing. Her, her thing is that makes her unique is. She always sings live. Right. I'm thinking, so what we're saying is, is almost no one else yeah, does. Yeah. And it's true. Meatloaf, his very, very last show in Canada, when he, it's on YouTube. Yeah, he hits the deck. Face first on the deck. He's doing I Would Do Anything for Love. Face first, like, boom, boom. Because he's a big fella, you know. And you can still hear him going, I would mm, do yeah. But in fairness, he might have still have been doing <laughs> no, I mean, he, Meatloaf might. No, because you might. can see them going, God, yeah, God bless me. He's, you can probably still hear him now somewhere. <laughs> that yeah, guy was no, a, vo- he voice was a was showbiz longer. guy. Here's another one. Axel Rose. <laughs> yeah. Look up, a, look up a clip of him on YouTube on the Use Your Illusion tour. There's millions of them, and it is live. 
and his voice is pretty yeah. shit. Yeah, I saw him at the uh, funeral, the Lisa Marie Presley oh, funeral. Oh, that was one of the things. Well, okay, another pod. Um, and uh, But you see them live now, or you go on YouTube and look yeah. at clips now. Motherfucker's great again. What change? See, so that does that does beg the question, what's going on with Vince Neil? Because there are thousands of clips of Vince being absolutely terrible. On, which, what, on the crew tour? Yeah, which does give way no, to the fact, no. you know, what what tapes is Vince using? Maybe there just aren't any good tapes of Vince and they're the tapes. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, they're listen, the best we could get, mate. Yeah. Well, we say tapes. I mean, again, it's all on hard drive. But or whatever. Yeah. But oh. even before going back now, twenty years. So hard drive isn't as easy as it is now. These days, you can probably do the whole gig on your phone, you know. Um, but back then, and again, I think we've mentioned this in the past. Many singers, <coughs> many singers, <coughs> Stephen Tyler, um, have a second singer on yeah. tour because they can't hit the high notes anymore. Plus, they're 70 years old. Exactly. They're running around out of breath. Yeah. They're not going to be, you know... Yeah. I mean, we expect a hell of a lot. You know, because the, these shows are sold on nostalgia, mm. when you get there, you, you want, want like the, the nostalgia. Yeah, you want it, but you know where you want it like 1987. You want it like them still to be young and fit and all of those things. And, you know, when Tommy would go upside down on the drums yeah. and... Do you know what I think, though, John? Dave Lee Roth would do the high kicks and all the rest of it. And you can't. I, I think, apart from some rock purists like our very good selves, um, I think there's a whole generation now that is disappointed if it doesn't sound just like the record. Yeah, they or, probably or want close to. Close as, yeah. you know? But what I'm saying is, in terms of a, the appearance of people, yeah. so they're unrealistic expectations of what they're going to be like, yeah. of what life is like when you're sort of 75, you know. I, and I, Mick Mars. I, I said to Neil Sean. Uh, when he was, we were talking about this again, 2018, and um, I said, "Well, there might, yeah, but it's got to be some, right? There's got to be some." I went, I was trying to think of who are the great singers of all the rock bands, and I went, "Eagles, about the Eagles. You see them live, and it's." And he, he looked, he just, he just shook no. his head like, "No, don't be fucking naive." Of course, <laughs> because yeah, and and you think about it, you go, "Oh yeah," it's like when a magician. Shows you his trick. It's yeah. so obviously simple. Yeah. But you've been hoodwinked. Yeah, hoodwinked and overthinking exactly, it. Exactly, He's yeah. amazing. Because also that's the night that you're going, you know. you The Eagles in Stuttgart. That's your <laughs> night. You know, that's the night. To them, that's the hundredth night of the time. Oh, uh, the millionth yeah, of their or career. What, yeah, exactly. And it's like, is Don Henley going to be at his absolute best on Desperado, on the 100th show of the tour. And the thing Probably is, not. And here's know. the crucial part, I think, where we are now in the story. We've moved so far from, they were using tapes, to, they're not using hard drive. Yeah. Like, he sounds terrible. Yeah. You, it's kind of like, it's kind of built in. It's built into the expectation now that it will be amazing exactly. and the other the other factor to bring in is uh, i mean i remember that the last interview i did with def leppard but they were very honest about what their stadium shows are like and those things run to the minute oh absolutely you can't overrun you can't suddenly do a jimmy page and no. extend the guitar solo in communication breakdown for, no. to 20 minutes because no. you, you've got you're gonna get kicked off in these places because the local council will charge you a hundred thousand dollars a 
But also, whatever. They, they, yeah, but also they don't want to do they, the Yeah, they don't want to do that. Yeah, They're 60 years old. Exactly. They want to go home yeah. and have dinner. And exactly, yeah. So the shows run to the minute. But that, but, but that isn't why. That's a happy no, consequence. No, but it, but it helps. It helps that everything yeah. is the same And I'm every sure night. they will yeah. use that as their excuse yeah. to their dying yeah. day. The other excuse is we're fucking old. People yeah. want to hear the records. But we can't do the exactly. records. And also... How much people are paying for tickets? I mean, yeah, it's all very well saying it. Yeah, it was part of the fun seeing the gigs go wrong. Not if you've just spent which it was, but quid. now they're asking you to spend five hundred quid or more. Yeah, yeah. Then it, it's not so funny if they walk off after half an hour. The the Eagles in Hyde Park last summer, um, the different levels of ticket, the goal, the platinum, yeah. the VIP, extra, master class, blah 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 blah. What else we call them? The idiot, the yeah. fucking mug. <laughs> You got the mug level ticket or the fucking shield <laughs> fan level? We're asking two, three thousand pounds. That's mm. just the price. And and, but I think we also this is the age we're in of complete. There's no truth. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, um, I was talking to someone in the biz about Elton John, and <clears throat> we were talking about uh, uh, this bit hasn't gone in the book. But I'm going to tell you. Um, uh, he had a. He had a. He sent his piano on tour. You know, like uh, like with Francis, it was a, a speaking tour. Yeah. yeah. Or you do a, a meet and greet and all this. They just sent Elton's piano on tour. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, he no, Elton. Go, he didn't go with it. No. So you could have your picture taken sitting at Elton's oh, piano. Wow. Yeah. And it would cost two or three hundred pounds a go. And it went all over the world. And the guy said, no one uh, twigged at any point that it was just a piano they'd brought in for the day. It wasn't Elton's piano. Elton's piano is with Elton, yeah. wherever he is. This is just this a is fucking piano. A piano he might have played at he one. Almost certainly never played. Yeah. <laughs> and people but, going, hey, look, yeah. there's probably on the wall. I'm, uh, she packed my bags last yeah. night. Brilliant uh, idea. I was thinking we could idea. we could send out. We could go on to we could just not go. <laughs> if I can do something where I don't have to go, I'm very happy with that. Oh uh, yeah. 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 The dealer. So the dealer hasn't gone. He hasn't got his seven point five percent and it's all ended in a massive lawsuit. And the people where, are not gonna make all the money of the yeah. lawyers. But no, but now the dirty laundry's gonna get aired, isn't it? Because if this is what's coming out before the lawsuit, now you're going to hear what the actual business arrangements are. And that's going to be interesting when it's legally tested. Because if you ask most people, I mean, this the, Gene Simmons, I was, you know, a horrible man, but one of the people who was the first to seize on the nature of what is the actual identity of a band? Right. Who owns that kind of amorphous indefinable thing well it's the it's you know what element of creation has each member put into it well with motley crew and with kiss you argue it's the original four isn't it mm. it's those four that's what that's why people are going through the door now no one's buying a ticket to see john five <laughs> you know, let's be honest they're not no 
It could, it could be John 6, yeah. who wouldn't care? Exactly. Nicky 6, Nicky six John, John 5, Mick 3. You know, John 5 Maybe these are the scores they get out of 10 each night. John <laughs> 5, yeah. I mean, I would give him a 5 out of 10. I'm but sure also, he's fine. i tell you what else, Gene Simmons, for sure the point he would make, and I expect Axel, but for crazier reasons, but Simmons, the businessman, I'm sure would point out, listen, absolutely Ace and Chris established mm-hmm. the fact were foundational yeah. in this brand but the fact is they bowed out were fired left whatever whatever yeah, and they, over 40 yeah. years ago who has not just kept the show on the road but built this empire him and paul yeah exactly nothing yeah, to do yeah, with ace yeah. or, or peter chris well no you say it's nothing to do with it it's a, i mean it's a bit like I don't what, think it but is. what gene seized on was this idea that kiss could continue as an entity once him and paul were long gone yeah i it would be a sort of generational yeah. thing it would be a show yeah. as has happened with bat out of hell yeah bat out of hell is now not a jim steinman thing or a meatloaf thing it's a touring show it yes. carries on and and you know in musical theater i mean uh you know yeah. someone like tim rice who yeah. i occasionally play cricket against lovely man you know, it, oh, is it, that it, one of your neighbours? No, sorry. you live on millionaires, uh, yeah, as if billionaires. As if. Right. All your neighbours are. I'd need, you know, Roger like, Taylor. You know, like when you go to the Tim Rice. You know, when you go to the Russ top of Ballard, you know, when you go to the Marino. top of a, you know, when you go to the top of a cliff, and you get one of those sort of telescopes yeah, to look out. You'd need that to see Tim Rice's house. Yeah, right? yeah. But yeah, the, and the reason for, and that. the reason for that is because when you create something in musical theatre, they don't expect Tim Rice and Andrew Lloyd Webber to be there every night no. when Jesus Christ Superstar's on. But everyone knows whose show it is. Yes, and I think that is definitely where we're moving towards. Yeah. But that's about as far. That's a one eighty from the original idea that rock and roll was selling, which was we are not establishment. Uh, we are, you know, like the Beatles in their films, living in the same house, or the monkeys. Yeah, but, that, or, but, they, but now it's there's a gang, but Guns N' Roses. Yeah. It was the gang. So, and, really. and there was that, I mean, quite sweet but quite sad quote from Stephen Piercy of Rat, who chimed into this debate didn't he, about he did. Mick Mars and so on. And said, well, when we used to be a street gang and... Yeah, there was me and Robin, Robin. Crosby, the late the Robin king. Crosby. Yeah, called him the, king. the king, and the king would have sorted them out. He would have knocked their heads together and all that. And you think, no, mate, you know, this is about millions of dollars. This is about Mick Mars's corporation suing Nikki Six's corporation. That's what it is. And I, I knew the king briefly in his pomp. Yeah, and God bless him. What do you call you? The, kid. the page, the, the page boy, the kid. No, no. The no. king's the, well, no, I think attendant he, at the king's well, stool. It started out him calling me sir, yeah. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, come on, Robin. come off it, Robin. There's no need to, yeah. you know, Mister Wall is yeah, it's is fine. perfectly added. fine, um, just for this interview, <laughs> no, he, he which I'll which, which I'll later make up." <laughs> Wow. wow! You know that because would I never, <laughs> never. We would never. The fact that I went around quote. I, in my first few years on Kerrang, only didn't had have one a tape. Co- he didn't have a tape recorder. It hardly ever worked. Yeah, and you and, only had, and one, I only had cas- one cassette. That's right. I remember one night with Ray Palmer. I was interviewing Billy Squire when he was big. Yeah. Um, and we were, it was like, we're up till five in the morning, this in tech loads of... Yeah, yeah. But, you only had, but you only had a... <laughs> and, 
<laughs> you C30. Yeah, just yeah. flipping it over. <laughs> An hour would go by, I'd realise, oh, it stopped. Yeah. You know? Oh, I just start it again. And as I'm doing, yeah, and as he goes, oh, I can't remember where we were, play it back. I went, no, no, we're all good. He goes, no, no, play it back. I said, no, I, I insist. it's not something I, not, I, I don't do No, that. I don't do that. Yeah. I think it's better if we forge on. Yeah. When I did try and play it back, it was... <laughs> yeah. yeah. On Casey Ray going, yeah, she had amazing legs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that went on for years. Although the I, the the interview you are referring to, I did record I not just on cassette but on reel to reel. Amazing. With Axel Rose, yeah. I oh, got it, baby. Oh. And the follow up phone call. Where he goes, I stand by every fucking word. I thought you said that was... You blamed me for that in some way. No, I didn't blame you. The, the, the spark that lit the fire was the story you happened to write in Kerrang! Oh, right. about uh, uh, Vince Neil <laughs> punching out Izzy Stradley. He did. Vince knocked him out real good. Fucking right. Vince can yeah, fight. Exactly, yeah. Izzy can't fight. No, of course he can't. He's like, oh, dude, you know. See, we haven't discussed Vince's role in this whole thing yet. Well, does Vince even know who Mick has left? I don't know. Because he Vince probably looks around one night and goes, hey, Mick's, Mick's looking good. Yeah, he must have been working out. It's not that Vince phones it in every God, night. No. But, you know, God, no. God, between Vin- burgers. Yeah, between, well, between his Vegas on his bike, isn't he, and all of that. Isn't he, he got comes a car- on stage in a bike? No, no, in Vegas. He lives in Vegas, goes around on his bike, and he goes car racing and all of that, doesn't he? I don't know. Vinny. 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 Yeah. Fat Elvis. Come and do a residency. (laughs) It gets a bit out of breath in the shows. Right, so we're going to wrap it up because um, we will return to this subject. How do you think it's going to end? That's a really good question. I don't know. Because I think, you know, inevitably Mick Mars has got a case here. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Six, I saw online somewhere saying, essentially saying him and Tommy and John Five <laughs> are writing. <laughs> so that means they're probably going to make a crew album. Because that's what the world needs. Especially with John Five yeah. on it. Yeah, all yeah. his ideas yeah. for s- songs. Why would they buy. The, the Eagles last made an album uh, in 2007 and it was dog shit and yeah. died a death. So what? But I mean, Vince will have some tracks. <laughs> I'm sure. If they ask Vince, he's got a few ideas knocking but again, around. But Vince, this this song you've written, "Girls, Girls." <laughs> yeah, it's um, a bit. Isn't it not slightly yeah. reminiscent? Of, Fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we love them. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
How do I stop this, Fern? <laughs> 